0: Really appreciate this season, this Christmas season, Mm -hmm. and just look to that. Look straight to what we are celebrating and to the point. And I know we say that and we talk about it, but it just feels different this year. It feels Mm -hmm. more real and more needed and more, I mean, if you just hold on to that, to the birth of the Savior, we will get through this one step at a time.
1: Thank you for uh, joining us today. This is the la- the end twenty twenty last pastors mm-hmm. podcast. So, mm-hmm. Um, to everyone that's listening, thank you um, for being here and listening. Thank you guys for being here today. And um, mm-hmm. Kim, you're not a pastor, but thank you for being here too. Sure, <laughs> sure. my pleasure. <laughs> yes, and I want to start. We this this topic today is we're talking about Christmas. We we you know we're in the holiday season. Mm-hmm. We're approaching Christmas. It's the beginning of de- December. Yeah, um, it's a really special time. You know, the church is nice and decorated. It's a it's a very unique time for the church. But it's also been a weird year. Like, it's just been a weird year, right? Um, So let's start by just, I want to ask Marty, like, how do going into Christmas from Mm -hmm. such a strange year and where the church is now with, you know, just getting back to meeting and all this kind of stuff, like, how do we put our focus back
2: on the reason Mm -hmm. for the season, essentially? Right. Well, we've intentionally tried to do that by starting our Advent series before Thanksgiving. As a church, as a whole, I cool. think looking at um, 2020, people have been ready for Christmas to come mm-hmm. on some levels, not the stress or hustle and bustle of it, but some of that will be reduced p- perhaps this year. But they've been looking for something greater and grander. I mean, everybody has. And the world always jumps out there in October. You know, you start seeing Christmas stuff up mm-hmm. in the, stores and they start telling you buy your gifts now or get your black friday you know deal now and you know october early november before black friday and so the idea was we've read through some material one time that said, why don't you start your Advent series a little earlier before people really start thinking about even buying gifts Mm -hmm. or Black Friday deals and just try to get into their life and start reminding them the reason for the season. And and we've done that. So that's helped me focus, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was talking about uh, with Pastor Cheryl, as we were talking about worship, reviewing worship uh, last Sunday, I, I said... I just, that just felt good that we had the Christmas tree up and Mm -hmm. we did Christmas carol, you know, or hymns and it just felt, it's felt good for Mm -hmm. some reason. And Mm -hmm. usually you would be like, hey, we hadn't even hit Thanksgiving, but that's helped me personally focus. And that was the reason why I wanted to do it because it helps me focus. And then I I figured it would touch other people.
1: You know, for the, I never thought about that, but for the pastors, it, I mean, you're, you're leading a church, so it's, you're trying to get the church to focus on Christmas, but is it is it is it different for you personally? Or is it sometimes, you know, you talked about for you personally, like, is that is that hard to manage sometimes where you're like, I, you know, you're trying to get the church to focus on Christmas, but you also, as a person,
2: individual, have to remember what Christmas is about? Or does it kind of help the two work together? It can help, I think, ground you in the theological understanding because we got to preach about it or talk about it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't mean that it's actually the practical life side. Yeah. Still the same sort of deal. We deal with all the stuff that y'all deal with. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. Um, I guess the temptations are always there to be distracted. There's mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. I don't know, Todd might have a different Yeah, well comment, I was
3: wondering well the challenge I, I think the challenge for pastors and in, in general is that you um you're moving to one task after another. So your focus is, okay, this is gonna be the, our first Sunday of Advent and this is what we have to do and this is what we need to do. We need to get the Christmas trees up and you know we need to have this in worship and we need to do this. And so it, it's a- almost like uh, our own sort of chaotic Black Friday constant. You know, Christmas list. Mm-hmm. The Christmas yeah. season, right? Mm-hmm. And so for point. me, uh, mm-hmm. Christmas... It, it just never starts until <laughs> the last christmas eve service yeah. and then it's like
1: mm. you can breathe a <sighs> okay
3: bit. all that is over now yeah. you know i can focus you yeah. know not that you're not focused on jesus like oh, yeah. marty said right. it's in your head just like it is all believers heads yeah mm-hmm. uh, but once you get through the routine of advent and everything that needs to take place then you can finally relax and think about family and that that special time to be together. Kim, do you
1: feel the craziness of the season? Well,
0: I was just going to tag onto that. I feel like ever since I've had children, it's the exact same thing. I don't Mm -hmm. think it's until like Christmas Day after all the Mm -hmm. presents are open and everything that you can just go, okay, that was fun. As a matter of fact, for a little while, I was like... Not really enjoying Christmas. Now this year is definitely a different mm. vibe, and I am enjoying it immensely. I mean, we're already playing all of our Christmas music in the office and stuff, just because we just need that this year. But um, I saw you
1: dressed up today. Do they? Do y'all dress up every day
0: just um, to celebrate? Well, we uh, we do tend to wear our Christmas shirts every day during the, um, the holidays. But okay. um, yesterday and today we had ugly um, Christmas sweater contest, hence the outfit. Oh, gotcha. So, yes, so we're trying Thanks. to make things super fun. But, yes, we're checking things off of our list as well and um, not always point, enjoying the, the moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the
2: kid thing is that's a really good point. Yeah.
1: I was thinking about families who may be watching this. Do y'all have any mm-hmm. traditions that you, you guys can share that y'all like to do as a family or even I guess as a church There's certain things we do? But from a family perspective, y'all do anything?
0: So we actually have a lot of, surprisingly, a lot of um, Christmas ones. Um, Well, we decorate our tree together, and our tree is a very, I wouldn't call it beautiful, but I would definitely call it eclectic tree. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, We have ornaments from when I was little. We have um, ornaments that the kids have made, um, ornaments from all the activities Mm -hmm. and things they've done, like cheerleaders or soccer players and that kind of stuff. And we've also started a tradition of collecting ornaments um, wherever we go. So we have all the kids join us in decorating the tree, and I'm pulling them all out of the box, and we kind of like to reminisce about them, maybe Mike and I, a little bit more than the children do. Right, but um, right. that's, I don't know, just something neat and special versus just, you know, the, just the beautiful, well, I do want a beautiful, perfect Christmas tree one day, yeah. but I think ours is beautiful too. Do you pick one out, or do you have one like a, um,
1: you know, what do they call it, like a Fake, one? fake we ha- one. Well, we or whatever that's good We
0: have a fake one okay. now. Yeah, yes, yeah. we do.
1: I debate that every year. Should we go get? Should we just mm. get a fake one? Or go- I kind of enjoy the process. We we went and grabbed a, like a, a, a real one,
2: but yeah, that's fun.
0: Yes, because they smell so good. We walked out of the store the other right. day, and it was like, oh, y'all smell that? And my well, kids true. are like, what? I'm like, that's what a real treat, Very you know? <laughs> <It> smells, <laughs> it smells so like. good. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Good. Do y'all have any uh, Mario, Todd, Any things that y'all do each year? Oh, yeah, we do. Do you have Christmas pajamas? Definitely.
2: Yep. <laughs> we have the idea, we have the tradition of trying to decorate the tree together, yep. but um, this year I decorated the entire tree. By yourself? By myself. What? What's the story that Well, name? we have one in college, and so she didn't quite make it back in time or whatever, and the boys were busy with other stuff, and... Anyway, and Jamie had, anyway, it was just the way it was. She oh, has man. other things that she's doing, decorating the house in and, and her, her own yeah. way as well. But uh, I don't need to really take too many props for that, but it's important to. I mean, uh, I, yeah, don't you think? Not? I why mean, not? why not, right? <laughs> we do have the Christmas sure. Jamie thing that you get on uh, on Christmas Eve. So yeah. the kids open that usually before yeah. church or after church service or something like that. Okay. Now my boys are in productions here, and so they won't be getting home till when I get home at like mid, you know, twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. But it'll be fun. This will be the first year that I won't be here for
1: Christmas Eve, yeah. so I'm kind of looking forward yeah, to that experience. Yeah, you know, but yeah, yeah, that, yeah, I remember those late night uh-huh. services, yeah, crazy. Exactly. So, yeah. Kim, thank you again for being here because uh, I wanted to just. I give you the opportunity to kind of just... Tell us your story a little bit. Like you, you are head director of the preschool. But how did that whole thing start? And maybe just take a few minutes and
0: how did I get yeah? How did to John you get Wesley? here to
1: John Wesley? Because I want to hear that yeah, story. Yeah, I ask
0: myself that. Oh, <laughs> you're still well. wondering, not like, here particularly, but I don't know that when I was younger I dreamed of becoming a preschool director. So it is quite an, you know, I mean, it's just quite interesting how yeah. um, I ended up here. I mean, I have a background in education, um, but stopped doing that when um, when my oldest was born. Um, and then we were at another Methodist church in the area for almost like thirteen years um, as just members there, and we were in a Sunday school class. And then we ended up, um, the kids ended up going to preschool there. And through that and volunteering for VBS, somehow I was asked to become the nursery director there, which was a very low-key, 15-hour-a-week job. Um, Sunday mornings were a big commitment um, for sure, but that mm-hmm. was about it. And then from there, being super involved in the preschool with that PTO and stuff, um, that the director asked if I would be interested in being the assistant director of the preschool um again just because I'd been super involved as a PTO director and I have the education background and it took a while for me to say yes to that cuz I had quit my job to stay home with my kiddos mm. and that was now becoming a that was a 4-day a week job so um and I'm like I don't know if I'm ready to give up my um you know my days during the week with yeah. and all that stuff um and you know, it takes a long time and a lot of prayer and a little bit of last minute, tell me your answer, tell me your answer, and um, decided to do it. Huge blessing. Um, How long
1: ago was that when you decided to do it?
0: Um, I was there as the assistant director for three years, okay. and I've been here five, so that was about eight years okay. ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or I've been here almost five. And then... Um, I just happened to hear about the opportunity that a job was coming available as a director here. Um, I was looking into becoming the director where I was, but um, that transition wasn't happening the way that I was thinking it was gonna happen, and so I heard there was an opportunity here. It might have been another little bit of a last minute, hey, you gonna apply for this job? And um, I did, and um, I, that's, where I ended up. And I am super thankful. Um, I had huge shoes to fill in the transition into this job. The school has an amazing reputation. Um, we have lived in the air, we lived in the area for mm-hmm. a long time in spite of our kids not attending the preschool here. So all my friends kids did and amazing. And so it was, um, big shoes to fill, but it's, um, been a huge, huge blessing that's
1: awesome one of the things that i keep i've heard a couple times when i do the stories podcast where i just talk and find out other people's stories they've said oh and we you know we heard there was a preschool here and our kids were young and so it's been a key part i think of this church for for a long time so most
0: yes most definitely Definitely. absolutely
1: uh what's the hardest part of the job
0: um, well, I'm the director of third this year. Well, when I started, it was 42 women, and okay. now we're, we have about 35 staff members. So, okay. I mean, 35 women at any given time. Yeah, sure. We have a lot of stuff going on, and so yeah. I'm a little bit more of a people pleaser trying to make everybody happy Work through things and mm. you know those those can be some of the challenges <laughs> of the day but the best part is when any of those challenges hit you just go into the baby classroom because we have kiddos oh, you know yeah. six oh, months yeah. Yeah, you and you just like I'll just walk in and they're like you need to hold a baby yep you yep. need to hold a baby and you just hug a baby that's and awesome. go have a conversation with a three year old that's the about... way to help
1: with your mental health is just have a baby yeah. Yeah. I, was, I
0: think I walked away yesterday from one kid and I'm like I think I'm having a therapy session <laughs> with a three year old and they were like yeah you are Kim. <laughs> It works, and that I, I just love it. And somebody and
2: I, else comes and picks them up, <laughs> takes them home.
0: Exactly, exactly. That's so, so awesome. Yeah. Uh,
1: what y'all's Christmas season look like? So you got a couple more weeks, and then you take a break, or?
0: Yes, we do. We have these um, next three weeks. We follow very closely to what the school districts do. Um, mm. You know, we are a we are a preschool. We are a child care facility, but we're more of just a private preschool. Um, so we follow. Again, super closely to whatever the schedule is Mm -hmm. of the... of the school districts in our area. And um, so we are finishing up with some fun Santa pictures and we're gonna have a very, our our Christmas program, the tradition of the preschool Christmas program yes. is very, very strong. It is the mm-hmm. event of the year for our preschool. Are you all mm-hmm. doing it
1: this year? I was gonna ask you about so,
0: that. So unfortunately, like in you know everything going on, yeah. um, we had completely decided to um, cancel that. We're not uh, parents are not allowed in our building at the moment, so we didn't think it would be okay to fill the sanctuary sure. with them. Um, and so, up until the week before Thanksgiving, we weren't doing anything. But we have now come up with a plan for a modified class Christmas program for our preschool kiddos, okay. where they will be outside in that wonderful, beautiful pavilion that we have built within the last year, which mm-hmm. hasn't had the use that um, maybe it yeah. could have because of everything going mm-hmm. on. We are going to utilize that, and we are going to do one class at a time. We will be outside. Um, parent, We have our whole system of how parents will come in and go out, and um, it's going to be That's perfect. Cool that's yeah. perfect that's cool. for where, where we great are great idea that's, that's a, a good word idea. yeah perfect yeah. for yeah. where we are so
1: well I've, I mean when I was here I heard great things about the school have you guys you. been I mean I was wondering like is it a combination of people that go to church here then other people in just the community that don't go to church here it's just so I, I imagine there's kind of a cool opportunity there to obviously invite people to church or have y'all been hearing is that the kind of the dynamic that I'm thinking about?
2: is that right I mean, I yeah. think that we don't. I would say when back in the day, when people went to church more often, that was certainly worked mm-hmm. a little bit more. Mm-hmm. In today's world, you, we have a lot of uh, folks that do go to the preschool that are, are part of other churches. Mm-hmm. So, and then some mm-hmm. that don't have a church, and they've found their way to our church, and others that probably just have no church. Yeah. So well, it's. I think that's a constant so, work in progress. Yes. Yeah.
0: You know, like everything. Um, the area, as the area changes mm-hmm. um, and the aging out of the kiddos, um, you know, my nieces yeah. and nephews who are all grown all went here, but they're in their thir- 20s and yeah. 30s now. Yeah. And um, and also back in the day, you didn't have the number of childcare care facilities um, mm-hmm. and that you do That's now. And so for me, like for anybody else, um, convenience <laughs> is key. I yeah. don't care how wonderful yeah. our reputation is. I have a family that just yeah. moved out to the woodlands, and I'm like... Right. They will find a lovely... We will miss them dearly, right. but they will find a lovely place closer to home. Mm-hmm. Um, so that has kind of um, affected some things, you know. Um, also, the need for more more hours of childcare might also affect um, where where you are, because yeah, more moms income. are going back to mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. or dads, yep. Yep. and two, two working yeah. parents in a yeah. home yeah. Um, changes the need. And with us just being a 9-to-2 program, um, we can't always um, meet everybody's needs. Mm-hmm. But... Um, Once we get them here, they stay
1: because they're really happy. Are y'all at capacity right now or are y'all open to more families? We
0: are definitely open. We are. um, I'm full disclosure. You know, all of this going on with COVID and Mm -hmm. stuff has definitely um, affected us, but we are still going strong. I didn't think we would be where we are right now. Um, And we are doing um, exceptionally well going into a situation that we had no idea what it would look like. But yes, we welcome new families i um, cool. New Kiddos. If people
1: want a great to, job. If, if, if people wanted to hear more, do they just reach out to?
0: Yes, absolutely. You, um, They can email me, um, cool. find our information on our website, um, or just reach out. And then we schedule a time to have them come in and look around, a phone call. But it's always best to just have them come walk on in and yeah. um, get to take a look at the school so yeah. that they can see really what's yeah. going on. Yeah. Well, maybe people will
1: do that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. As the year ends, let's just transition a little bit maybe Ty you can talk about this a little bit, like what you're how you're feeling. As the year ends and we kinda don't know how long 2020 will linger, we'll linger. into twenty one one, right? But like You mean twenty twenty is
3: not gonna end?
1: Well I'm <laughs> like hoping it's gonna grandma, end. Yeah. I'm yeah. hoping maybe it's maybe. gonna be in. But as you kind of conclude, you know you have the opportunity to kind of look back over the year and think like here's some wins that I had, and here's some struggles I had, but moving into twenty twenty one like what are you personally kind of looking back and saying, man, that's a weird year, but you know my faith is still strong, but like for you personally what's what's your reflection of 2020
3: Well, for me personally or the church well, what, I think you could go maybe maybe give, yeah, give us a church well, I think for the church, i mean when when covid hit our our conversation the conversations marty and i started having and then we started having with our core leaders after that was our number one priority is uh, to follow jesus command to love our neighbor mm-hmm. and so what does that what does that look like in, in this covid world this lockdown world and so we put precautions in place because we have an older congregation mm-hmm. and and every th- every precaution we put in place was through the lens of loving them mm-hmm. and not wanting to put them in harm's way to get sick or or anything worse than that and mm-hmm. uh, so that's been hard on the church, and it's been hard on the staff as well, but in the big picture, that's a win mm-hmm. because we follow what Jesus. Told us to do, and that's mm-hmm. to love our neighbor instead mm-hmm. of putting them in harm's way and saying, "Well, you know what? We don't care about right. that whole love your neighbor stuff. Come on to church and get sick and go get put on a ventilator." Right. You know, it, it, it was a, it was a solid win. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we were we were uh, more cautious maybe than some other churches in the area. We we seen we were watching right. churches open up. In this neighborhood, mm-hmm. and then three weeks later, closing for two weeks, and then opening for a week, and you know, just this roller coaster mm-hmm. of emotion. Mm-hmm. And there was no sense in doing that, you know. Just, just stay closed until you're you feel comfortable enough to move forward. Mm-hmm. And so the core leaders decided that, along with the pastors, that it was time to. To open, and so we open slowly. And again, we put precautions in place with the mm-hmm. idea of loving your neighbor. Mm-hmm. And no, people haven't flooded back to the church like we yeah. expected because it, it it tells us that our um, decisions were correct. They're they're nervous about being yeah. in a large group right. of yeah. people. Yeah. Uh, so that right. that whole thing was hard on everybody, mm-hmm. uh, but it was yeah. a huge win. It yeah. was a huge win. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Marty, how is, I mean, I'm an outsider now, but like, how has mm-hmm. it
2: been going on Sunday mornings and how would you encourage people? At so the I would say Sunday mornings, it started off hit and miss um, just from the standpoint of we had to do things differently. I mean, all together differently. And then when you're sitting in a worship service with a mask on, I mean, that's just weird. I mean, all together. I, I, I walk out of there. The pastors do, and we're like, we're sick of these things. You know, we don't. Uh, we have to keep them on until we get out of the building. But I mean, it's just, it's just a weird feeling. I know people. I spoke to somebody last night about that. They're like, you know, we hadn't abandoned the church. We just. We just don't, can't see going to church with a mask on, you know, and yeah. totally understand that. Yeah. Um, we, we're we like most churches about, we're not even a third of what we were before pre-COVID. And there's a lot of churches, we hear about a third, the ones that are actually being somewhat successful are probably running a third of what they were pre-COVID. And that's all denominations, all non-denoms, everybody. Um, now there are some smaller churches, I think, and rural towns and and different places they're probably doing better because it's just different for them compared to uh, big city stuff, but uh, you know we've hit our stride I think pretty well. And our redesign services, where our safer service at 9 a.m. is included now, gotten almost right back to the schedule of what our normal a tra- normal traditional service would be. So that's important, and I think people will enjoy that. And they get to recite the Apostles' Creed, and they get to do they get to sing with their mask on, and they get to be a part of you know, saying the Lord's Prayer and things like that. And our 1115 service is still a little bit more United style because we don't have a modern service. And so we're doing some different things there. But that's been, the last couple of weeks, really been outstanding. And look forward to uh, this week's, supposed gonna be great too. So in the next weeks leading up to Christmas Eve. So look forward to uh, just some more routine, uh, every week, ha- doing similar things, not changing up worship as much because we've, we've kind of got our regulations and ha- our protocols down now, and we don't have RSVP anymore. People don't. We are checking people in just to be, you know, say hey, we were here in case something weird happened. We need to send an email out. I don't think that's bothersome to anybody we won't be doing that on christmas eve of course yeah. it's not needed but uh, we do that on a sunday morning and, yeah. but well, that's good to hear yeah i mean it's you know we're not we're not there's plenty of room if you want to come back there's <laughs> definitely plenty of room i, mean, and I, you, I think I, they're great services yeah. too i mean well been and powerful. i guess you can't
1: really I mean, it just depends on what people feel comfortable with, right? Correct. So you just can do what you can do. And And we worked
2: extra hard to try to get our online stuff back to where we needed it, You know, or actually not back, but actually moving it forward. We Mm -hmm. know it's a massive priority. Mm -hmm. More people are worshiping with us online, and we aren't pre-recording services. So how Mm -hmm. do we do that? How does it sound good? And we've had a lot of technical difficulties. It's just the way it is. Most churches have had technical difficulties um, because People didn't have the equipment they needed, or right. equipment breaks. It's technology, yeah. so yeah. Kim, do you use the end of the year to kind of
1: reevaluate and kind of shoot into the next year? Is like, are you that type of person where you're like, look ahead, or or do you? make plans and all that kind of stuff? Or? Um, no. No, you're yeah.
0: not. I don't really think either personally or in, in my job. I Just, just take it take one it, step at Yes. Um, that might be the best
1: strategy for...
0: Yes, I was sent um, the school calendar for um, the following year. Someone sent um, a proposed schedule um, yesterday, and wow, I, I can't even um, imagine thinking about the next school year when we're not certain some of the changes that could oh, be yeah. happening in the new year and honestly I just think it's best to just just take it little by little. Yeah. Just just easier cuz if you put it all out there and then have to bring it all back, well, you know, yeah, um, yeah, with yeah. the right. teachers or mm, with right. anybody or you know, it's just it's just easier to just baby steps. Yeah. And same with with my family. I agree. Yeah. Day by day.
1: Yeah. One step at a time I think <laughs> that's, that's right. a good strategy. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's talk just calendar-wise and kind of what's happening sure. uh, in December for the church. Sure. Um, kind of take us through service of light, Christmas sure. Eve services, sure. give sure. people the rundown of what's happening. Maybe Marty's the best person to address
2: well, it. Well, I'll just – I have it right here, and it's on our website under uh, jwmc.org slash Christmas, I think, and, and the Christmas concert, which is kind of a, a virtual but also in-person thing that our – Chancel Choir and our more our traditional worship ministries doing that should be great. That's at 4 p.m. on December 13th, and then the 16th is the Service of Light. That's a chance for people to remember uh, loved ones who's gone before, not not just this year, but in the past. And you know, Christmas time holiday season is always hard when you're dealing with somebody maybe close to you or a parent, you know, that you've lost. And so that'll be in person and live stream as well. And then our online worship night is our modern team and they're actually recording that you know, tomorrow or tonight or whatever, okay. and it won't play for a, a week and a half or so. So that is going to be totally pre recorded okay. in, in that genre of, you know, style of worship. And then we have our uh, drive in parking lot Christmas theme movie thing going on on the 18th uh, at 7 p.m. So we have the 16th service of light with the 17th modern sort of night of worship. And then we have the the 18th, our Christmas theme movie thing. And then we have Christmas Eve the week after that. So, and we have five, seven, nine and 11 services and they're all in person. We are working on uh, totally a drive-in opportunity as well as online. So they're all gonna be streamed. Even the later 11 PM service, that's a little different than the five, seven and nine. Of course, there's no choir this year, but we're gonna have all of the traditional music that we always have. Um, we will have a simulcast of our five, seven and nine in the parking lot if people wanna come. They can receive communion elements as well as they come into that venue and they'll be able to sit in their car and participate. And no one's getting candles this year. We're all going to have some sort of tea light thing because we probably don't need to be blowing our candles out in the sanctuary, sure. and everybody will get those as well, and they probably don't need a live candle in their car. But anyway, yeah. so that's cool. kind of what's going on. I, I, we don't have RSVP. I, I just don't see us having more than what we can socially distance like with our protocols. I think we'll be fine in our, yeah. in our sanctuary. I mean, just We just haven't had that many people, and why do people want to show up who haven't been coming on Sunday show up to a service that's going to right. be more populated. Right. You know, I just don't see that happening. Yeah. But if we get a good, healthy 100 to 150, we have capacity for that, no problem. And it's very safe. So Cool. Well, yeah. I'm sure people are looking forward to all those Yeah, things, I think so. so. It's, it's always a cool great. time of the year. Yeah.
1: Um, let's end by Todd just uh, addressing, I, I mean, literally just found out that you're transitioning out and just give you opportunity to... Explain that, or can I, what's going what, on? Don't have to explain, explain it, but just it. just tell people what's going on with you and um, and just how we can encourage you, you know, in your family through this.
3: Yeah, so uh, I accepted a executive pastor role in in Oklahoma, and so I'll be here through the end of the year, and then I'll transition up there. Uh, I don't really have a hard date uh, to start. Of course, you got July first. You know, holiday right off the bat. So, yeah. uh, school starts July 5th up there. So, mm-hmm. the the goal is uh, during Christmas break to uh, enroll the kids up there and have them have them begin. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of stuff that has to happen mm-hmm. between now and then, like mm-hmm. selling a house and buying a house, and mm-hmm. and the housing market's extremely hot right now. Loans are being processed slowly because there's so many loans being mm-hmm. processed. Uh, So we know that if we uh, got a contract on the house that closing would take time and then our closing would take time. And so there's a lot of moving pieces that need to need to take place. So uh, my goal over the next 15 working days or whatever we have is I have a lot of pieces that I need to. Transition over some things. I need to move mm-hmm. to Arlene that deals with insurance and things like that. There's security stuff that I need to move over to Chris Rencon and you know, so these uh, other people can pick up those those pieces, and mm-hmm. then we don't have any anything yeah. dropping the ball, so to speak. Yeah.
1: How long? How long have you were you here, or did you five and a half years? We, a half well, years. we
3: came. We moved June fifteenth mm-hmm. of okay. twenty fifteen. Yeah.
1: So. Okay. One of the things I just Just to speak to you uh, specifically is I always felt like whenever we talked and we interacted and we just, while I was here, it was like there was an authenticity to you that I really appreciated that I always felt like Mm -hmm. I've been in church circles a while and I've kind of like seen that there can sometimes be this aura of like, uh, a little bit of fakeness in some way, where it's like mm-hmm. I know that you care about me, but it's more like a job. But I felt mm-hmm. like with you, it was it was more than that. Like you really cared about me, you really cared about what what I was doing and, and the roles that I had. So I really appreciate that Thank specifically. You. Appreciate and that. I know people on staff are gonna miss that.
3: Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm far from perfect person, but. Um, uh, couple things I teach my kids the primary thing is integrity and you you know you always have to be a person of your word and Mm -hmm. um, I am who I am and sometimes that comes across very rough to some people Uh, and then sometimes you know um, maybe that that kind of throws them off a little bit but Mm -hmm. uh, I'm honest you know and so I think uh, a part of being a D in a disc assessment is that brutal honesty uh, is not what people want to hear. They have things they want to hear in their sure. head, and I don't say that. I say, this is the answer, this is what we need to do, <laughs> and this is how we got to move forward. and mm-hmm. so there, there's always challenges when you have somebody that, that's like that, but I try to be up front with people and and not you know be something I'm not because I can't be. I, yeah, I can't yeah. be because I, what. However, I act in front of my, my family and kids is how I'm gonna act here mm-hmm. or, or at work. So yeah, well, that's good,
1: man. You'll be missed. Thanks. Well, um,
2: he's done a lot. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't even <laughs> put up all the list of stuff that he's helped accomplish around here in five and a half years. So. Yeah, I you need know, to do that when we get more official. So many
1: people things. think that like the lead pastor is like mm-hmm. the guy, but it's it's usually like the second guy behind mm-hmm. the guy. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, like the guy yeah, that's always out front. Stuff. There's the guy behind that guy, mm-hmm. and that or it could be a girl, but that person yeah, is like yeah. usually one that just makes it go. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, you know, a lot of
2: good people. Yeah, behind anybody. Right. Yeah, that's good. Point. Kim,
1: do you want to give us a last word? Because you've been so just talk thrilling to talk, today. Yeah. I just talk really appreciated everything uh, uh, it, uh, that you the brought to the last word,
0: yeah. Um.
1: <laughs> you know what's funny is I, I do in a lot of my conversations saying like, hey, how if we were on stage on Sunday, how would you encourage people? So like mm-hmm. maybe just take it from there. Like if you had a way to – a thing that's maybe on your heart or mind, you know, right now, like what would you say to most people? I mean
0: my thing for – this time of year and where we've been and how much struggle we've gone through um, in, in the year 2020 would just be to um, really appreciate which is what I am doing really appreciate this season this Christmas season mm-hmm. and just look to that look straight to what we are celebrating and to the point and I know we say that and we talk about it but it just feels different this year it feels mm-hmm. more real and more needed and more I mean if you just hold on to that To the birth of the Savior, we will get through this no Mm -hmm. matter what. And don't look too far ahead because. Right. We have no idea mm-hmm. what that future holds. Yeah. One so, step at a
3: time. That's
0: right, one step at a time. That's and I good. want one, to put one more plug in that Todd yes. will truly be missed. He um, has been a great boss, um, and he's his personality that he discussed has been perfect in dealing with some of the more highly emotional mm. people that on staff, and I've appreciated his honesty and his leadership. And so... Well, don't worry. I I will leave
3: your box of Kleenex for you and (laughs) Priscilla's box of Kleenex (laughs) for
0: her. Thank you. We Uh appreciate that. So we love it. That's
3: awesome. That's good. Well, thank
1: you all for being here, and you all have a good day. Uh, You too. Blessings.